0: Let's go to Exodus chapter 20, Exodus chapter number 20. If you're able to this morning for the word of God, would you stand out of respect for the word of God? We're going to talk a little bit about this matter of respect and uh, along the lines of fathers and mothers. Now, you know, a lot of times when we do something, I I try my best to make sure that I bring uh, forth. uh, If we're going to do something, I want people to understand it. And of course, when it comes to understanding the Bible, aren't you glad for the Holy Spirit of God? Because the Holy Spirit of God is the one that that illumines us and helps us understand what the Word of God has to say. And this morning, we want God's Spirit to speak to our hearts, to show us what His Word has to say. Now this week, if you look at this here, uh, I love this theme for our Vacation Bible School, Mystery Island. You know, when it comes to the Bible, and it even comes to God a lot of people really don't understand who God is. And I'll tell you, the wonderful thing about it is is that God has made it possible for himself to be known. And the greatest way that we can know who God is is by reading his word. That's why when you look at this, even though this is a T, notice that the line goes all the way over and down to this treasure chest right here and it isn't about the the medallions. It isn't about the jewels. It's about this treasure right here called God's Word, the Bible. And it's the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. Can I get an amen this morning? Uh, aren't you glad for the Word of God? So this morning when, we, when I'm going to preach God's Word, understand that we're a Bible-believing church. So when we preach the Word of God, it comes directly from the Bible. This isn't my thoughts it isn't what i think it's what thus saith the lord and listen that's the treasure that god has given to us when it comes to uh, fathers mothers parenting we have to understand that god has given us his book so that we can understand how that we as the bible says to give honor to where honor is due now how many of you would like to live a long life some hands gone up some hands out questionably did not go up, Uh, do not want to live a long life. How many of you are looking forward to the Lord coming back, right? And maybe it would be today. But I'll tell you this morning, this thought that I had from one verse out of Exodus chapter number 20. Now, if you're familiar with Exodus 20, this is where God calls Moses up to Mount Sinai. And as he calls Moses up to Mount Sinai, God gives him what is oftentimes referred to as the Ten Commandments. Now, a lot of times think, well, you know, Ten Commandments, you know, there were, there's actually 614 commandments that God has given. Uh, you say, wow, I thought 10 was tough. Uh, but here's the thing is, is this passage deals with those 10 that God gave to Moses on two tablets of stone. And I love this because it wasn't a white marker board And it wasn't like the old-fashioned chalkboard. The Bible actually tells us that God wrote these these commandments in stone with his finger. Isn't that amazing? Try that sometime. I guarantee you, you'll wear your nail out trying to go do something on stone. But that's what God did. God gave these commandments to Moses, and then Moses gave these commandments to the people. Well, guess what? God has preserved it for us. We're not going to look at nine of those today. We're only going to look at one of them. And I want you to see it. It's on the screen or in your Bible, Exodus 20 in verse 12. Everybody see the verse there? Let's read this verse together. All right, here we go. Honor thy father and mother, that thy days may be long upon the land thy Lord the Lord thy God giveth thee. Let's say it again honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the lord thy god giveth thee so here's the thought is how do we live a long life let's pray lord thank you for this morning pray that you'd bless the reading and the preaching of your word in jesus name we pray amen you may be seated thank you for standing this morning for the word of god when I, when I think about this matter of mothers and fathers and how precious they are to us, how dear they are to us, I heard about a mother that had, had scrimped and she had saved to put her son through college. Some mothers and fathers understand what that's like, especially as much as some of these uh, colleges and universities cost nowadays. But this mother, she did everything she could to get her son through college, and so she, here she was. She was sitting at his graduation and she watched the whole ceremony and she saw her son walk across the platform and he received his diploma. And amazingly, because she's looking at it like that's my son, he received his diploma with honors. And as he walked down the aisle after receiving his diploma, instead of turning in his designated role, her son kept walking down to where his mother sat. The young man threw his arms around his mother's neck, he kissed her on the cheek, he placed his diploma in her hand and said, here, mother, you earned it more than I did. And I think about this thought here, how this is something that all of us need to understand is how special mothers and how special fathers are. When we look at this fifth commandment here in Exodus 20 and verse number 12, this commandment addresses what many parents have earned this matter of honor respect not too many children today sadly hold their parents up in high regard the way they should too often they look at their moms and dads as obstacles that need to be overcome rather than looking at them as wise guides to be followed and to be emulated in other words I want to be like mom someday. I want to be like dad someday. That's the way children should look at their parents. In this fifth commandment, what God does is he lays down a tremendous principle for life. That if we look at this principle, that it will help us to determine and understand that in every relationship that we have, the relationships that we do have in our lives will turn out right if we regard this particular commandment that God has given. You see, I love the home. I guess maybe I get more sentimental the older I get, but I really believe as you study the Word of God, the home is the first of the three institutions that God ordained, and the home really is the foundational institution of society. I think you can look at uh, what's going on in the world today, and if you could look back at that person that maybe is leading a troubled life, has got into certain situations, you could probably look at their home life, the structure that they grew in and grew up in would dictate where they are today. See, no nation or community of people, as you think about this, is any stronger than the family structure that they have grown up in. Somebody says, as goes the home, so goes the nation, so goes the community. So goes, if we could say it this way, the church, etc. The home is so important. And if you're a mother and father today, I want you to listen. And if you are a child, I want you to listen this morning. Because I really believe that God's word helps us understand there is an established order of God in the home. You see it there, and we find this in the word of God, how the husband, the father, is to be the head of the home, that he is to be as the head of the home, submitting himself to the will of God himself. A lot of times men want to do what they want to do, but understand if you are a husband, a father, that you have the greatest accountability to God himself. Then you find the next would be the wife and the mother. According to the Bible, the wife, the mother is to be in subjection to her husband, not as some doormat that he can walk on, but the wife is to be a help meet. And listen, I'm so glad for the wife that God has given to me. She's been such a help to me over the years. And listen, behind every good man is a good woman. And I understand that the wife has a a particularly, a special uh, significant role in the home. Well, then you have not only the husband, the father, the wife, and the mother, then you have the children. This is God's order that he gives in the home. The children are to submit themselves to the parents. And as I find that children submit themselves to the parents, that if they do, then they and their home will be blessed by the Lord. This is the order that God gives. When this order is disrupted, when it's out of order, we find that there is not God's hand of blessing on the home. So as we look at this, look, many homes today we look at, we see in society, we see on the news, Many homes are in a mess today because the children have all forgotten about this fifth commandment to honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So what is this? When we look at this commandment and we understand it's God gave it on the two tables, the two tablets of stone, really there's a division there. You see there on the the two tables that the first four of these commandments actually deal with with man's relationship with God. Then you see the last of the commandments actually deal with man's relationship with man. But right between those, the dividing commandment that God gave was this fifth commandment. And that is so important that we understand that when we are out of step in the home, as we look at this fifth commandment, we will be out of step with God and we will be out of step with our fellow man. This is very important that we understand That this parental relationship, we must learn how to submit when it comes to submitting to the Lord, submitting to one another, fathers and mothers, and that's what we want to look at this morning is, if we're going to do what God commands us to do, and that is honoring fathers and mothers, then let's look at this verse and see what it is teaching us, and can I say this morning that there is instruction here for, yes, fathers... There's instruction for mothers, and there is also instructions here this morning for children. There is something for all of us. So let's discover the secret on how to live a long life. Notice, first of all, I see that there is a respect that is demanded. A respect that is demanded. Now, understand that because it is a commandment, this commandment comes from God. And God has all authority. Even when Jesus, as God was on this earth, the Bible says, never a man spake as this man. With what authority Jesus spoke. Can I tell you this morning, again, what I have to say doesn't carry a whole lot of weight, but what God has to say is the authority in our lives. And when we think about the home, it's so important to understand these commands that God gives to us and I see in this passage, especially uh, this fifth commandment, that there is a respect that is demanded. God is, is asking us, he is requesting that this would be something that we see, first of all, that there is an elevation to recognize. Now, when you think about the father, the mother, honoring them, I find this elevation here to lift up to a higher place. Now, we're not talking about necessarily in the flesh, to elevate a person, but we're talking about something that is of God. God says, honor the father and the mother that God has given to you. This verse makes it plain that parents are to be held at high regard by their parents. Over in the New Testament, Ephesians chapter number 6, look at verse number 2. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Very important that we see this. The word honor there in Ephesians chapter 6, it means to give great weight to. It means to hold as valuable. I don't know how you think of your father or mother, but if you think of them in any other way other than valuable, then you're not thinking of them the way that God would. Say, Pastor, you don't know how my father was. You don't know how my... Listen, I may not understand, but I'll tell you this. God knows, and I, I understand what the Bible says, to honor thy father and thy mother. If there is something there in your heart towards your father and mother, you say, well, again, it's what they did to me, it's how they raised me. Listen, if you're a child of God this morning, understand, God's love is in your heart today, and you need to get, forgive them, you need to be the one to make sure things are right. Don't expect them, to, listen, even if they are your parents, Take the the lead in this relationship and say, look, you are valuable to me. I hold you in high regard. Children are to hold mom and dad in the highest of regards. And listen, mom and dad are just not, as many in the world say today, just two old fools that are trying to ruin their fun. That's not why God gives you a father and mother. I know over the years, my children probably thought that of me. Maybe they still think that of me. But that is not my intent as their father. That is not my wife's intent as their mother. Listen, understand if you are a child and you have parents, that God has placed that father, that mother in your life by his sovereign will. And they are there to be the overseers in your life until you reach an age of maturity, until you are grown as an adult. And listen, honestly, some adults never grow up. (laughs) But I find here that when I think about this, as a child is maturing from the time that they are born until the time that they become an adult, that they are to be, according to the Word of God, in absolute subjection to their parents. Children are to offer unquestioning obedience to their parents. I I hear children many times out in public questioning mom and dad. Now, Don't get me wrong, sometimes it's innocent. You remember when you were a kid or when you were, uh, had children and they were young and you get in the car and you're going to take a vacation, take a trip, and, and you get about five minutes down the road and what do you hear? Are we there yet? When are we going to get there? You know, and, and you pull out some of those parental, uh, because I said so, or you say five more minutes or whatever it may be. But sometimes what children do is, is in our parenting, And the authority that god has given to us over our children many times children as they're growing up they're growing up in a society that wants to wants to constantly be asking questions and constantly be be going against the authority that god has given to the to to the parents in their life look at ephesians 6 1 and this isn't a verse that that i i used as a battering ram with my children but i did want my children to understand This isn't something that I was requesting. This is something that God said for all children, especially Christian young children. Children, obey your parents. What's those next three words? In all things. Look at that. In the Lord, in all things. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing. If you're a child today, even if you're an older child, you want to please God? The Bible says to honor your parents, obey your parents in all things. As a parent, have you ever said to your children, someday you're going to have children. Someday you're going to have to make these decisions. I made the hard decisions and God gave me four daughters, wonderful, wonderful daughters that are all saved. And there were times where they were dating or, or took a liking to a certain boy and I had to end some relationships. That wasn't easy. It was very difficult, a lot of tears, a lot of emotions, and I'm just talking about my wife, not my daughter, you know? (laughs) But you know, the thing about it is, is even when my daughters struggle with my decision as their authority in their lives, I've had my daughters come back to me and say, Dad, I mean, I'm talking in a short amount of time, and I'm talking even over the years, thank you. Thank you for doing that. You know, part of it is they see a picture of the guy that they wanted to marry, and they're like, Dad, thank you for saving me from him, you know. <laughs> but I, I, I think about this matter of, of recognizing the authority in our lives, to honoring our parents' children are to obey their parents in the lord it's right, it's the right thing to do and when a child refuses to obey his or her parents really listen they might be disobeying mom and dad but they're really refusing to submit to the lord because remember the bible says that god is the one that said children are to obey their parents uh, a lot of times parents may say something like that but if you're still living under your parents roof that you might want to reconsider just how you are treating mom and dad. Because the Bible tells us that we need to recognize the authority in our lives. We need to honor the authority in our lives. And if you aren't holding your mom and your dad in high regard and respecting them, then then you need to repent of that sin in your life today. And you need to understand that, that you need to do right by your parents and by the Lord. It's sad a lot of times nowadays you see uh, children being disrespectful to their parents. I, I see this often. And a lot of times, although we may not see it ourselves, down the road, you know what that's going to do? It's going to spell trouble. There's going to be problems in that, in that particular person's life because of, there's a lack of, of the authority. There's a lack of respect for God that he has placed in their lives. Can I tell you, there's absolutely no excuse for any behavior that that attacks or disrespects or even dishonors our parents you know really when a child does that it's it's a sign of two things it's a sign of ignorance and it's a sign of immaturity so i find that in the respect that is demanded there is an elevation to recognize and secondly i see that there is an esteem to render an esteem to render and we need to make sure that we understand that as we grow older that we should continue to regard our parents with respect. Uh, You know, here I am, I'm just a couple years away from being 60 years of age. I know I don't look like it, but I am. But can I tell you that I still respect my parents? I always have. Now there were some years when I was a teenager where I thought I knew better than my parents, but the, the reality is is that, listen, even as we grow older, they are still your parents we are still, even though we've left home and we're no longer under their direct authority, uh, listen, they may not be around uh, day by day to help us, to guide us, to, to help us make some decisions. A lot of times I see young people who dream of that day when they can get out from under that authority. Can I tell you, if you haven't figured it out by now, it's not what, what all it's cracked up to be. You know, a lot of times people say, I just can't wait to get out from under this roof. Can't wait to get out from under his authority or her authority. And even as children leave the home and they leave that authority, listen, even as an adult, a young adult, or even getting older, we still should respect our parents. We are to call to mind many things that they have done for us. Hey, think about all the sacrifices that mom and dad have done for you, have given up for you. All the things that help us to bring us into this world, to to nurture us. I mean, I constantly remind... I don't know where I saw the statistic, but when my daughters were teenagers, I saw that, that at that particular time that somebody went through and figured it all up, school, and the cost of this, cost of that, and I, I made sure all my daughters knew that, that according to statistics, it cost $160,000 to raise each one of them. And so I've told them over the years, you owe me, Yeah. You know? <laughs> Now, I'm sure it's a a different day. I'm sure it's probably in the millions now. But nonetheless, listen, parents have helped their children. They've nurtured them along. We need to call to mind the long nights that mom and dad spent beside a sickbed, holding you, caring for you, meeting every need in your life. Call to mind all all the hours that they worked. I think about my dad. My dad was a construction worker, and he got up, and left and went to work and he was at work every day at seven o'clock worked till like uh three or four o'clock in the afternoon left work went and did side work every night of the week and oftentimes didn't get home until eight nine o'clock at night and uh, many times i didn't see my dad for weeks in and weeks out but boy when it came time for sports my dad would sacrifice he would he would coach my teams on my football team my baseball team my mom all the many things that she did because my dad couldn't be there hey listen i know i'm talking about my parents this morning but i guarantee you your parents have made some sacrifices for you and even though you might be older today don't ever forget about those sacrifices all the love all the care that was given to you with so little in return and even though now we are out from under their authority we still owe them respect we owe them esteem as our parents they deserve nothing less the greatest example i find of this in the word of god is jesus i remember as as i was reading years ago after i got saved and i came upon luke two fifty one, where the bible was talking about a very young jesus The Bible says he went down with them, talking about Mary and Joseph, his his mother and his earthly father. And the Bible says that they came to Nazareth, and notice these words, he was subject unto them. This was God, God in the flesh. And he was subject unto them, and he kept his, notice here, his mother kept all these sayings. Mary, she struggled even to understand all that was going on in the life and the heart of this this son that God had brought into her life, that she conceived him. And and, and notice here, the Bible says, Jesus submitted as a 12-year-old boy to his parents. And I think about how Jesus lived on this earth for some 33 years. And he went from a 12-year-old boy submitting himself to his parents to where you fast forward, and Jesus is now hanging on the cross. He's not hanging there because of anything he did. He's hanging there for your sins and mine. And as he's hanging there between two thieves, he looks down at the crowd. He sees all kinds of different emotions, but he looks over and he sees his mother. He sees one of his disciples, John the Beloved, standing there by his mother. And in his last breath on this earth, Notice what Jesus says in John 19 27, behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her into his own house. You know what Jesus was doing? He was giving esteem to his mother. He was rendering honor to his mother. In his last breaths on this earth, He still was honoring. Hey folks, can I tell you that if your mom and dad is still alive today, according to God, you and I, we need to make sure that we are respecting them because God has given them to us. And then notice I also see an experience to regard. Now listen to this this morning, because this commandment I find here, there is a respect that is demanded. And and when you think about an experience to regard, as a child, can I tell you, listen, Pay attention to the authority that God gives to you. Pay attention to your parents. A lot of times people get around me this past week. We were doing some of this stuff for vacation Bible school, and sometimes I'm up here working, and people will say to me, Pastor, you need to go sit down. Pastor, you need to slow down. Pastor, can we do this for you? And listen, I always appreciate that. I always appreciate other people maybe helping out. People say, my wife will say to me, Why do you work so hard? Because my dad did. Because I watched how my father did things. Listen, God doesn't bless lazy people. And I paid attention. Uh, Sometimes people say, Now, I'm going to be a little transparent with you this morning. And and again, I've got my man card right here in my wallet. And I'll show it to you if you want to see it after service. But I actually enjoy cooking. (gasps) Oh, my goodness! A man likes to cook. Yes. Say, Pastor, did you go to culinary school? Yes. It was called the Kitchen of Mary Lou Keely. I watched my mom cook. My mom used to make this gooey butter cake. I'm telling you, just the smell of it, you'll gain five pounds. Maybe I'll make it sometime for you. I'm telling you, it is so good. And then when you're done, you cover it with powdered sugar. I mean, it's so dietetic. You can have as much as you want, you know, fat free. But you need to pay attention. Because as I see this experience that we need to regard, a lot of young people refuse to hear the advice from their parents. When we, my wife and I, when we were about to get married many millennial ago, I remember that we were talking about buying a home. We began looking at houses, and as we began to look around, I'll never forget, we both decided to go ask our parents what they thought. Mom, Dad, what's your thoughts? You say, you asked your parents? Yes. I wanted to hear what they had to say. I remember my father-in-law said to me, he said, hey, listen, he said, I think that this house, this first house that you looked at, he said, I really believe that if you bought that, fixed it up, of course, he didn't help me do anything, I had to fix it all myself, but but he said, if you fix that up, he says, it will be worth so much more. And that was good counsel, that was good advice. He helped us, I, I remember my dad, and there were times where my dad, uh, when, I was, when I was a young child, by the time I was 13, our family moved eight times in the same town, eight times, so when I asked my dad about houses and whatever, my dad looked at me and he says, I really don't think you're the, I'm the one you should be asking, but I still asked him, but a lot of young people today, they had this idea Well, what does mom and dad know? Mom and dad don't really understand. I mean, look how old they are. They don't get me. Oh, they get you, and they get a whole lot more. See, we, we need to understand the experience that we should regard as a result of young people refusing to listen to advice. Here's what happens is they themselves experience trouble. They go through hard times where if they would just listen to mom and dad, Maybe what mom and dad have experienced. See, moms and dads are trying to help their children. See, the experience that they have has been gained by they themselves taking some hard knocks. And what are they doing with their children? They're trying to warn them. They're trying to make sure that their children don't make the same mistakes they made. Anybody else in here like that? I know that in my life, I'm, tr- I'm always trying to steer my children past many of the obstacles that I've experienced in life, somebody said experience is a far wiser thing than ignorance. It's an ignorant child that refuses to listen to the counsel of wise, experienced parents. Children, if you're here today, young or old, you should listen to your parents, the counsel of your parents, the attitude of a child. You'll see this as time goes on that a child's attitude towards their parents, it does tend to change as they get older. Suddenly, they begin to realize that maybe, just maybe, mom and dad knew a whole lot more than they would give them credit for. A man that we've all heard of, Mark Twain. Listen to what he said. He says, when I was 14 years old, my father was so ignorant, I hated to have the old man around, but when I was 21 years old, I was astonished to see how much my father had learned in only seven years. And I remember when I was a teenager, I remember having the same thoughts. Thinking, my dad doesn't understand. My dad doesn't know what I'm going through. And I remember just a few years later, and having never seen this quote before, I remember thinking, hmm, my dad knew a whole lot more than I thought he did. You see, I find that when I look at this fifth commandment, that it is a respect that is demanded. But notice, secondly, that there is also respect that is deserved, a respect that is deserved. When you say a respect that is deserved, pastor, what are you talking about? I'm talking about if you honor them according to the word of God, then they they are entitled to be respected, that they are worthy of our respect. Children sometimes, listen to me, moms and dads, children sometimes will have a difficult time respecting a parent who is a parent that has not lived a life worthy of honor. Sometimes parents don't live a life that they should. So how can parents earn the respect of their children? That's the question. And I want you to see three ways, if you're a parent this morning, how you can earn the respect of your children. Notice, first of all, that they can earn respect by their faithfulness. By their faithfulness. Listen, be a parent A father or mother that is reliable, that is trustworthy. Hey, when it came time for us on Sunday, Sunday is the Lord's Day. There was never a question at our house whether or not we were going to go to church. We didn't deliberate. Now, I will tell you this, and I'm not putting my parents down, but when I became a teenager in my home, listen, when I decided as a teenager, I'm not going to church. My mom and dad let me stay home. You know what I needed? I needed a swift kick when I did that. I needed a mom and dad to say, doesn't matter what you think. We're the authority that God has placed in your life. Listen, my daughters, there was never a discussion at our house about are we gonna go to church or are we not gonna go to church? No, we went to church. Why? Because you go to church on the Lord's day to worship the Lord. Can I get an amen from anybody this morning? Listen, I'm gonna tell you, we have to understand that when it comes to parenting, how we're going to earn their respect is we have to be parents that are being faithful to God. And when a child knows that mom and dad really cares about what happens to them, you know what's going to happen? That child will respond to that display of love. Our children, we, we try to help our daughters, and maybe we failed at times, but we try to help them understand that we love them that we cared about them and they responded to that. A parent's duty to their children is we need to love them, yes, unconditionally, and we need to love them faithfully and and understand that their needs need to be placed ahead of our own. But by the way, being faithful to the Lord, it goes a long way with your children too. You see, moms and dads, if you haven't been, put God first. Make sure that God is always first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added unto you. See, moms and dads, lead by example. You will earn their respect by being faithful. Don't expect your children, listen to me, don't expect them to be faithful to the Lord, to be dedicated Christians, if you yourself are not one. Because children are going to see what you're doing. Somebody said, what we do speak so loud that our kids can't hear what we are saying. You know, our talk talks and our walk talks, but our walk talks louder than our talk talks. And see, we we have to understand that this respect is deserved. Parents can earn respect by their faithfulness. They also can earn respect by their fairness. Listen, we need to be fair with our children. Be honest with them. Be firm. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being firm with your children. But listen, don't miss it. Be firm, but be tempered with how you love them. I never enjoyed when it came time to discipline my children. I never said, oh boy. Now, if you ask my daughters, they're like to this day, Dad, you still know where the paddle is. Yes, I do. And I'm not ashamed or afraid to use it. But I'll tell you this, is when it came time to do that, I always made sure that, yes, there was discipline, but then there was also the love and saying to them, listen, you know what you did was wrong, and here's why. See, that's what's missing in many homes today. It's even missing in Christian homes, is a balance of discipline and love. And that's God's way. God says, look, whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. That's Bible. So understand this morning, even as an adult, that there are going to be times where God has to deal with us. But listen, even though God deals with us, he deals with us as sons and as with daughters. So when I look at this matter of being fair, there will be times where you'll have to discipline your children. It's okay, mom and dad. Look at these verses, and there's many others. Proverbs 13, 24. He that spareth his rod, hateth his son. That's what the Bible says. He that spareth his rod, hateth his son, but he that loveth him, chasteneth him betimes. Anybody else understand that word, betimes? My dad betimes me, you know? My dad really loved me. But as I got older, you know what I realized? It wasn't about the chastening. It was about the love that my dad had. My dad was really saying to me by his actions, son, I love you too much to let you do what you're doing. The Bible says in Proverbs 29, 17, correct thy son and he shall give thee rest. Any moms and dads like rest? Rest. Say, whoa, you mean I have to correct my children, discipline my children? Yes, because the Bible says, if you do, it shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall give delight unto thy soul. Parents who refuse, listen to me, biblical discipline, as we just read about here, according to the Bible, you know what you're doing? You're hurting your children. I'm not talking about beating your children. I'm not talking about hurting or harming your children Listen, there's a reason that God gave you what you sit on. It's there to help you. Parents, you need to help your children, understand. So discipline is something, biblical discipline. There are times where we need to biblically discipline our children, but notice there are also times when we need to allow our children room to grow. And this is one that most parents, and boy, they give their, their kids all kinds of space, you know, just just kind of let them go, let them do whatever they want to do. But notice as we think about this, that our job as parents, God's given to us, is to find, listen to me, find where our children can be themselves, yes, but when they are in that place, that they themselves can learn that God has a plan for their lives. Remember, here's one of the part of God's plan for a child, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. See, The children need to understand that parents, they need to be fair in the way they deal with them. So parents, listen, you can earn respect by being faithful. You can earn respect by being fair. Notice the third way you can earn respect is by your fruitfulness. And when we think about fruitfulness, we're talking about your life as a parent or or husband and wife or maybe single parent, that what is being produced out of your parenting? Are you producing good results? And I find that even with my own children, that when we give our children love and we give them our time and we give them patience and we encourage them and we give them hope, what's gonna happen is they are going to respond with respect of their own. Children will understand, God's given my mom and dad this authority in my life to help me. I was thinking about a little boy and he was uh, with his parents and he began to voice some great concern about his parents one day and he told of how his father worked so hard to provide for all of his needs. And he was telling how his mother had slaved around the house and and by slaving, he meant that she was cooking and cleaning after him and she was picking up after him and taking care of his every need, especially when he was sick. And somebody asked him when he was talking about his concerns for his parents and and what he had said, they said, "Uh, can I ask you, why are you so worried about this? And he says, well, I'm just afraid that someday they might escape, you know, he's like, I like it the way it's going, I like what my mom and dad are doing, and children, look, this morning, whether you're young or old, can I tell you this This morning, you, like me, should be thankful for the parents that you have, be thankful for the parents that God has placed in your life, and yet I find that so many children are too immature and too uh, self-centered to, to think of that, to see that But I will tell you that someday, whether they see it now or not, someday they will see it. And when they do see it, it may just be too late to thank your parents. There's a lot of people today, living today, that have regrets. And some people's regrets are, I wish I would have told my mom. I wish I would have told my dad how thankful I am for them how much I appreciated what they did for me. You see, I find that there is a respect that is demanded and there is a respect that is deserved. But notice, and I love this, when you think of Exodus 20 and verse number 12, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. God makes a promise here. And notice there is a reward that will be delivered. God gives a real promise here. The verse doesn't contain just the don'ts. It actually contains something that God says, if you obey your father and mother, then you will receive some promises for yourself. And notice that I think about this verse here. First of all, one of the things I see is that children that honor their father and mother, their days will be lengthened. Their days will be lengthened. All of us, listen, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand this morning, but many of us know uh, many in our lives that we have seen that have gone down the wrong road, the wrong path, and their life was cut short. And the Bible teaches us that if we honor mom and dad, we respect them, we esteem them, then God says, then listen, your days will be lengthened. Ephesians chapter 6 again, look at the Bible says, Here in verse number three that it may be well with thee and that thou mayest live long on the earth when we honor our parents what is god doing here he's promising longer days on this earth now listen if that is true and by the way it is because that's what the bible has to say if it is true that if we honor them the bible says god will give us longer days then think of the opposite of that if we refuse them if we disobey our parents then according to the word of god The result of that would be an abbreviated life. See, I I don't know about you this morning, but I want to honor my parents. God says if you honor your parents, your days will be lengthened. And notice, your days will be lightened. Your days will be lightened. The Lord also promises blessings to those. I I have never met a person, if I ask them, hey, do you enjoy the blessings of God? I've never met a person that said, nope. Everybody enjoys blessings. And as we think about this particular situation, I was thinking about uh, one in our nation's history, George Washington, and and this is a true story. George Washington, he had uh, his heart set when he was young on going to sea. He had made up his mind, and I really read a little bit about his mother. uh, George Washington's uh, father passed away when he was pretty young. And so his mother raised five children all by herself. And George decided that he was going to go off to sea. And so what he did was he packed all of his belongings, what he could, into a trunk. And the trunk containing his things that he wanted to take had already been placed on board the ship that he was going to sail on. And he went to tell his mother goodbye. He found his mom. As he went in to tell her goodbye, he found her in tears. Her eyes were heavy. Her heart was heavy with all that you know, thinking about George leaving, and she was really opposed to her son going to sea. He turned as he saw his mother, and he saw the tears. He turned to one of his hired servants, and he ordered his servant to go back to the ship and to get his trunk. He said, I just want you to go get it, take it off the ship. And here's what he said, I will not leave and break my mother's heart. And he didn't. And when he said those words, his mother said these words. George, God has promised to bless children that obey their parents. When you look at his life, yes, God did bless it. God blessed and used the influence. He's still using it in some ways even to this day. And by the same token, you think about how God wants to bless those that honor their parents, but God also will curse those that do not honor their parents. Proverbs 30, verse 17. The eye that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out and the young eagles shall eat it. God says, listen, there is a price to pay when you do not give honor to where honor is due. And he says to us here in this particular commandment, honor thy father and thy mother, children, Treat your parents with the the respect that they are due. Treat your children with the respect that they are worthy of. Because if we do, God has promised to bless us. In there on my desk, I keep two pictures. And this morning as I was just looking over my notes again, I looked over at those two pictures. This is one of the two pictures that I keep on my desk. This is my mom and my dad. My dad passed away uh, almost two years ago. My mother's been in a home now for probably four years. Alzheimer's. Sometimes I go see her. She doesn't even know who I am. But every day I look at my mom and dad and you know what? I want to honor their lives. I want to honor them with the life that I'm living. I think about my heavenly father. And I think about the life God's given to me. Do you realize that God is the one that's given us breath, every breath you breathe is a gift from God. Does your life honor the Lord? Are you thankful for the parents God's given to you? Don't give me that, well, you don't know my parents. God knows your parents. God knows who they are. And if you're a Christian this morning, God says, listen, why don't you just lay all that stuff down, get over it. Give it to me. And show the respect, the honor that is due to your parents today. Would you bow your heads with me this morning? With our heads bowed and our eyes closed. It is true that who and what you are today is the product of the investment and the influence that your parents have done in your life. When I think about this particular commandment today, you know we may not always agree with our parents, we may not always understand our parents, but the bottom line is they're still our parents and we're still To respect them and we're still to honor them they deserve it not because they're asking for it but because god commands us to honor them lord i thank you for this morning pray that you would bless this invitation lord i don't know the hearts of those that are listening here in the auditorium or those that are listening by way of live stream but i just know this morning that you have commanded us And it is something that is well-deserving. And that if we would just understand that if we would obey your word, obey you, that our lives, our homes, our future will be blessed. But if we refuse, then the blessings of God will not fall. And I pray that you'd help us this morning. Whatever's in our hearts, when it comes to our parents or our children, that we would get everything right with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Would you stand with me this morning?